Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison. Here we are, the tour bus, the fair city of Leeds. Gives me great pleasure to be chatting to the uh, super subsonic bass thumper of Five Finger Death Punch, the one and only Chris Kyle. That, Chris. that is quite the introduction. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Made me feel real good about myself. Now I'm ready for the rock, rock show tonight. <laughs> Indeed. How are you doing then, Chris? You I'm good? really good, man. Yeah, we've been uh, touring for about six weeks on this thing. I, uh, we're in Leeds tonight, and then we finish up with a big show in Wembley in London tomorrow. So let's back to Vegas and for time for a little bit of rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah and a, a few months. I've only say extensive tour around Europe, but oh, yeah. um, been incessant touring for you guys as well around uh, the US and mm-hmm. significant packages. And this one in the UK, oh, no yeah. different. Of mice and men and in flames. Oh yeah. And uh, you guys, that's a mighty fine package. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, I hear that all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, see what I did there? Indeed, I'll see what you did there. I like that. Usually not for people like Steve, though. That's a little different for me. Um, yeah, but the thing's been great, man. Like, we got uh, Of Mice and Men are also on Rise Records, which is who we're going with. That's Absolutely, whole, yeah. Uh, this record uh, cycle's done. And uh, In Flames, been big fans of those guys, yeah. you know, for, for years. Yeah. I uh, really liked uh, Reroute to Remain. That was the one that got me for uh, for In Flames. So being able to work legends like those guys. Yeah. And plus now, I mean, Europe is actually having the opportunity to have our the premiere of our huge stage show that we're taking with us back to the States. Right. I mean, Europe's the first one to see this brand new uh, stage package up there. Right, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, have you I'll, had a chance to see, the, see it visually yet? I've seen, I've seen uh, elements of it uh, from uh, fan footage, oh, as, yeah, they, yeah. as they all say. Wait, wait until you see this <laughs> thing. Like, I remember seeing the... Like the computer rendering Yeah at first Yeah I saw it on the computer I was like oh that's gonna be cool And then walked into Helsinki The first night in the arena And I was I was like my god are we here now yeah. is that what this has become it's huge you walk out there and it's just like oh my god yeah I'm highly impressed with this uh, this new stage and tour and, and life in general is, is pretty good right yeah now. I mean it's it's interesting you say that is this what we've become because for me mm-hmm. uh, being a long time fan uh, uh, Five Finger Death Punch mm-hmm. and pretty much seen it every time you've come over to mm-hmm. the UK mm-hmm. um, I, you've sort of seemed to have reinvigorated the rock and metal scene globally oh, I don't just think in Europe per, this is my personal but opinion and I think that yeah, uh, you know, you're, you're at such a significant point now that I see uh, Death Punch. Uh-huh. You're already headlining festivals, oh, yeah. but I see that you are the next headliner for the major European festivals. That, that has been the plan for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, continuing to move up those levels, and you know, coming over here, playing these huge arenas, yeah. selling these places out, having the, the massive crowds that we are now having. Uh, it just continues to get better and better. So yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would love to do you know, rock and park, rock and ring. Download yeah. all headlining. Let's get it done. I'm, yeah, we are ready. This right uh, now, Death Punch is the best. It's been the entire time since I've been in the band. Yeah, yeah. Everything's yeah. firing on all cylinders. It's it's incredible. Yeah, right yeah. And you mentioned uh, a minute ago about their move to Rise Records. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, fans can uh, look forward to uh, more new material. Obviously, mm-hmm. got the uh, greatest hits album out and uh, two singles off that. Oh yeah. One being an Offspring cover as yes, well. Yes. So. Yeah. Ivan is a huge Offspring fan. I spent many years back in Kentucky delivering pizza listening to those first two offspring right, records yeah. so uh, we decided to you know do that song when you when you hear that song the original song is really upbeat yeah. kind of you know yeah. Yeah, but then you hear the lyrics and you're like man that's a really heavy to put it upon a very moody song yeah, yeah. and so yeah we put that little spin on there and uh, it's one of the things that's always important with us is if you're going to do a cover do it your way yeah. you know the original you can't touch that 
put your own spin on it and, and roll with it from there. Yeah. 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 yeah I think we've done a good job. Apparently, you know, judging from the comments on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, people seem to be really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think, so, it's, I think it's number one in rock on the uh, the radio charts right now. Right. Well, I think, but yeah. yeah. I don't pay attention, but I just heard. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and again, uh, that's, that's credit to uh, really the band and where you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, credit to the offspring for writing a great song well, and letting us do it. Absolutely. Yeah, there is, there is also yeah. that yeah. as well, but obviously putting your own interpretation and slant on it. Uh, and I mean, and, and the fans, you've got such a, a diverse mm-hmm. but loyal fan base rabid. from all ages yeah, as well. rabid fan base. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know if you saw the video, it was a little while ago, we had a, uh, like a grandma that was jamming. Uh, oh, it was incredible. Was yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. become friends with her and we talk to her on Twitter all the time now. She was, uh, I was on stage right, uh, running over to the stage left and I see this lady walking up and I'm like, at first, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, let's roll with it. Apparently, uh, Pierre, our video guy, had seen her out in the crowd, brought her up on stage to, yeah. to help sing. And yeah, she was right there with me doing all uh, all my Chris Kale signature exactly. stage moves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she, I, actually, she, I'm, I'm, I'm 6'1", and she was probably, I don't know, 5'7". So I, I lowered the mic down so she could sing uh, the chorus of uh, Jekyll and Hyde with me. Right. So that was fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so obviously they're capturing the, the sort of total end of the age spectrum oh, yeah. from uh, the older generation, yeah. as it were, and then down to the young kids. And that's always been mm-hmm. in the forefront. Yeah, yeah. Say, like, even today in the, in the meet and greet, there was a, a young kid, couldn't have been more than six probably, yeah. had kiss patches on. I was like, that's me, like... You know, a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he walked in with that kiss jacket. I was like, yes, yeah. High five, uh, yeah. High five. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and that's it. And, it, and it's you always sort of uh, sometimes hark back to a certain generation. I'm of a certain age uh-huh. coming up to the big five O next year. There you go. Uh, and uh, thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, rocking the venom shirt uh, too. I mean, you keep it, keeping it real. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, de- definitely. Uh, and, but again, sort of capturing the imagination uh, of the fans and the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sort of injecting uh, what is a distinctive style uh, of music. I mean, the earlier influences, I know they're often talked about, but uh, what about new influences that sort of that you that you pick up on? I don't know about influences, but I'm, I'm definitely one of those guys that listens to, to everything new that comes out. Yeah. Um, I used to be the guy when I'm, when I'm at home on Fridays, going down to Zia Records, picking up a ton of CDs. Yeah. Um, the, the two big records that I'm listening to right now, and anybody that knows me has heard me talk about this band, because... Been talking about them all year long. It's my favorite album of the year. A band called Code Orange. Uh, they have a record called Forever, and just like it, it came out of nowhere for yeah. me, and I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah. With the record, there's no rules. I mean, it's like all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super heavy the whole time, and then you got uh, Bleeding in the Blur, which is a song that Reba, the uh, female guitarist, yes. sings on there. Yeah. And to, to have, you know, coming from those heavy songs and then coming out with that song right on the same record and still having it all work. Yeah. You know, effortlessly. Yeah, I, I love those guys. Yeah, and a great uh, sort of stage presence and energy oh, from the, from them as well. Yeah. I caught them at Dallas earlier really, this uh, year, and it was the, just like the Whoa. thing with those guys. They, they kind of, and I told Jamie this. Uh, Jamie's the drummer. Yes, I was like, man, like the vibe I get from you guys is like when Slipknot first came out. You know, that was the band that everybody was wanting to see on, I think it was Ozfest. Yeah. Yeah. Playing early in the parking lot. Yeah. Everybody was kept on hearing about like the intensity out of this band. 
and yeah, those those kids have um, the hardcore vibe and and lots of energy. So yeah, yeah. yeah. careful careful with your bodies, kids. Yeah. It, it starts to hurt later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah. indeed. So um, I'm moving on to 2018. Then yeah. and it's always the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like you know, uh, everybody's always looking for what's next, what's next, oh, what's yeah. next. Yeah. Uh, obviously, looking forward to uh, a very nice break mm-hmm. over the holidays and a, a couple of months off. Mm-hmm. Uh, sign up with uh, Rise Records and oh yeah, new yeah, we, we got one more coming out on Prospect Park, and yeah. I don't know the month, but it should be right around. The time yeah, when we start touring, time, that's yeah. generally the plan that we try to do come yeah. up with a new record and start touring again. Yeah, um, so that'll be the last one at Prospect Park, and yeah. then continue to work with Rise after that. And yeah, looking forward to that partnership. Craig is the uh, one of the main guys there, and uh, as, as label president, that dude is always I'll talk about music on some, and he's like, Oh, yeah, check this out, check this yeah. out. So it's good to have somebody at the top that basically started Rise Records out, out of the back of his trunk of his yeah. car, and yeah. now you know. Yeah, yeah. Be- oh, excuse me, just had catering. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, now BMG is involved and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, to, to, to go from kind of like us, you know, and do it yourself from the very beginning yeah. and now look at us yeah. playing Wembley Arena. Yeah. Tomorrow, but, but that, exactly, yeah, and that clearly demonstrates the, the hard work because mm-hmm. they're always known as a, a hard-working band. One hundred percent. You can't, that, you can't ever down. stop. Yeah, because there's got to be someone that's going to want to unseat you. Somebody younger, hungrier. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you got to have those songs. And yeah. We do pretty good on them. Yeah. I'm, I'm real proud of our, our writing process. Absolutely, but also not just hard-working uh, on stage, but uh, off stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think there's a there, from, from my perspective in the, in the UK, there seems to be. Um, a real sort of sense of loyalty and patriotism that comes out of Five Finger Death Punch. And I'm talking in terms of the charitable work that you do for uh, men and women, uh, the uh, services and veterans in the the US military. Mm -hmm. And there's always been that sort of close link. And is that a, that's a regular thing that you're involved with, both well, on stage and promoting, that, oh, yeah. but off stage as well. And yeah, oh yeah, key for sure. Um, particularly with the wrong side of heaven video that we did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. we were going to do a, a fundraiser for uh, veterans dealing with PTSD and homeless vets. Yeah, and the original tent I think was like forty thousand dollars is what we were trying to raise. We raised that in like an hour. Yeah, and continued to shoot up. It ended up being close to about a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, that we raised, and all that money went to uh, directly to the charities as yeah. well so it wasn't like you know take a percentage to pay for whatever no it all went to to those charities yeah. and was yeah we, that's one of the things when we're doing charitable work and donating money trying to make sure that the highest level of funds goes to yeah. that yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Don't, we don't want to be lying in the pockets of, of those organizing stuff yeah we got a bunch of friends that have um, their own businesses and make their money there and then their business that they have they have board members on the board of the uh, the charities that we yeah. work with as well. So yeah. there's no money out of the pocket in the, in the the part of the charity yeah. that the businesses take care of that. Yeah. So and it works out good. And are all the guys who sort of do you all have sort of uh, links to individual charities that mean something either personal to you, or is it a case of let's just focus on on one or two? Uh, we have the Home Deployment Project yeah. in Las Vegas. As Zoltan is actually on the board of directors on that. Yeah. Um, again, it's tr- it's uh, organization designed to uh, give homes to veterans that yeah. are, are homeless. Yeah, it, it blows my mind that uh, there's not enough money in uh, available from the government to help these people out, which allows us to kind of shine a light on that. Yeah. And we have a, a huge fan base, a big voice, and a huge platform, and we're, that gives us a chance to kind of you know give back and, and get that going. My own personal favorite charity, uh, I work with a pug rescue in um, Las Vegas, right. yeah, the Las Vegas Pug Rescue. Right. Uh, you can go to rescuepugs.com and check that out. 
Um, try, I'm actually trying to work with them right now. They have some debt due to uh, a couple of medical bills from uh, some plugs that they took in. Yeah. They needed some work, so we're trying to get them debt-free by the end of the year. So that's great. That's, that's the one I'm working on right now. Yeah. So, yeah rescueplugs.com. Southern Nevada Plug Rescue. That's great, that's great. So, um, the uh, final show of the European stint, Wembley Arena. Oh, yeah, uh, And it's a great venue. And I, I saw you there. I'm trying to think because it's always been one of those where Death Punch have come over and you've been sort of like download this year. Uh, I think it was Leeds last year, supported uh, Avenged, did the Wembley Arena oh, date yeah. and then a couple of small dates. And it's always been it's just, you know, we need to see more of you and more dates. And, oh, yeah. But the opportunity to see you in a, a in a venue of uh, such magnitude as Leeds and Wembley. Oh, yeah. What does it mean, then, when you're sort of playing venues like that to you guys? The whole thing, (laughs) coming from a kid that grew up in Kentucky, saw Gene Simmons at the age of four on TV and didn't know what he was doing, but whatever it was, that's what I wanted (laughs) to do. And then, you know, coming over here and doing Wembley, it amazes me, particularly Helsinki, for instance. You know, to be 5,500 miles away from where we live. Yeah. And that many people in the uh, the sold out arena that care about what we're doing back in Vegas and bringing it over there. Yeah, it's it's amazing the reach and yeah the the enthusiasm. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that no matter how big things continue to get, I'm always surprised that it's continuing to get bigger, right, bigger yeah. and bigger. You know, just like I mean, fuck, going to Wembley and the, the thing is sold out. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, where do we go from here? That stadium right next to it. That's yeah. what I want. If, yeah, Foo Fighters did three nights. I want to at <laughs> least do. I don't want to at least do one. Just give me one, you know. <laughs> so is that the, so? Are these sort of the uh, the sort of aspirations? Then it's uh, mm-hmm. the uh, Wembley at uh, the stadium, oh, and yeah. then the headline and the major. Down, yeah. you just you, you're right for Download Festival, man. Oh yeah, yeah. We are, we, we, are, we are right there and, and, and ready to go. Um, and again, that's always been the goal: is to continue to get bigger and bigger. We realize that. Um, you know, aside from bands like Metallica, Iron Maiden, and whatnot, there's that void in between. Yeah, yeah. And I think with the support that we've got from everybody out here, all around the world, I think we're, we're poised to to kind of go into that. You know, yeah. you, it's nothing you can be like, oh yeah, we're going to do this, but it, it just kind of happens, and you're like, oh, yeah. it, it it happened. You know, yeah. uh, like I, I don't think it really still hits me. At, you know how far things have progressed. Like right. say, say you win the lottery. You know, you go from yeah. nothing to millionaire right there. Yeah. With this, I've been in the band for six years, so it's a slow, gradual kind of pace yeah. that you're always kind of in, and you're not really aware yeah. that, that things are getting as big as they get. And yeah. then, you know, you walk down the street, and, you know, it's it's a four-hour meet-and-greet session trying to get yeah. to the Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. And then everybody wanted a piece of, of Chris on the bus and interviewing, just like I am. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I, I love being back here. This I hang back here all the time, so... They're like, hey, we got a, uh, an interview in the dressing room. No, come, yeah. to, come to the bus. Yeah, yeah. Not many people get to go on the bus, so I think this is, is fun for everybody to come back and, yeah. and, and see see where I hang right here. Yeah, I mean, you saw me laying down. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Back, Some seriously chilly now. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Checking the phone, texting people back home, and yeah, it's, this this is. This is the, the home back here. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so we're uh, talking of home, then just a final point from here then, Chris. We've got uh, Wembley tomorrow, and then it's the holidays, you know, yeah. that leading to the Christmas festive period. Oh, yeah. So uh, what sort of uh, what sort of things have you got planned then over the next sort of few weeks? Uh, I am the guy that immediately gets home and starts going to concerts. So, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah uh, I get home on the 23rd. The 28th, I'm going to go see The Misfits in Las Vegas. Oh, right, yeah. The 29th is something else that I can't recall what it is, but I do know I have something on the 29th. 
the 30th, I'm driving to L.A. to see the Misfits again. Yeah. Uh, the 31st, I'm coming back to see Bruno Mars at um, the Monte Carlo in Vegas for New Year's Eve. Yeah. I'm not really a big fan of going onto the strip on New Year's Eve, but it's Bruno Mars. It's like, ah, I might as well. Yeah, you know, go Bruno for it. Mars, he puts on an incredible show. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's four four shows before the end of the year when I'm home for eight days. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, so no rest then. No, no, no Just never. out and doing yeah. it. Oh, yeah, never. I mean, I'll, I'll rest <laughs> during the day. I, I, it's this, The schedule is so weird, like being in a band, because my, my sleep schedule is I basically try to stay up as late as possible because sleeping on a moving bus is not fun. No. I mean, you know, we have a big, beautiful bus, but it's just different. You know, you get to, like a light sleep rather than a heavy yeah, sleep. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm literally like the guy that stays up to about 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning Waits for the bus to stop, and then I'll sleep till you know two or whatever. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, like even talking about it, it just sounds like a ridiculous schedule, <laughs> but it's it's a working schedule that works because I, I don't go on stage till nine forty-five. Yeah. Day, so the hell am I going to do if I wake up at eight o'clock in the morning, sit in the venue all day and run? Yeah. 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 Indeed. <laughs> I mean, it must be difficult to adjust then back to that. So the so-called normal life. Oh then, yeah. Cause... Exactly. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. like, like this is the normal. Well, life. indeed. Yeah. I, I do this more than than the home life. Yeah. Seems. So yeah. But yeah, equal balance on those. Once I get back home, it'll take me, it just takes me about a week to adjust. But yeah, I'll be right back to the gym, right back to concerts. Yeah. Back in that, that lovely Las Vegas weather with the, with the grill, <laughs> grill in the back of the house. Indeed, yeah, yeah, I yeah, can yeah, imagine. I already got the first meal planned. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, Chris, thanks so much for chatting to us oh, here on the Unsane Rock Show. Really thank, do thank appreciate you for it. Thank you back oh, And uh, you can't be a bit, a bit of uh, quality old school. Uh, yeah. And actually, a uh, good friend of mine is the tour manager for uh, Venom over here in the oh, UK. Very cool. And uh, so, uh, yeah, a bit of old school black metal. Oh, yeah, a genre, sure. a genre of metal oh, named yeah. after uh, yeah, an the album. Fir- the first Venom song I heard was Manitou on uh, some sort of... Like a, like a compilation record right. I was like what is this yeah. and of course you go back to you know all the other records good stuff yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely Chris thanks very much for chatting man I appreciate man. it brother thank you very much it's been an absolute pleasure thanks to everybody for continuing to support us uh, it's because of the support that you guys are out there buying records buying tickets buying shirts that we're able to put on these massive productions that you're going to see well the whole goal is like I said we grew up listening to Kiss Iron Maiden putting on those huge massive shows we're that band now that we're trying to get up to that same level and uh, we want you to be able to walk away having spent money at a show blown away telling all your friends pissing them off because they didn't go and then they're going to go the next time so that's that's the goal <laughs> absolutely <laughs> appreciate it brother. Cheers, thank you man.